0: That's right, it is Comic Doff thoughts Motherfucker. So we are, well, I am me, the guy that's talking. I am Sam Cripps, yes, that's right, that's me. Uh, I have a very awesome coffee mug in front of me if you're watching, and if you're not watching, I've got it so you know about it. Now, speaking of coffee mugs, he might be shaped like one, but he tastes all so much more sweeter. It's Connor Kennedy. How you doing, Connor? (laughs) pretty good uh the the hand uh, i do have a handle Uh, most
1: people don't know that i do have a handle it's it's, it's slightly on my left back area just
0: under my shoulder um yeah very sensitive spot i don't like people touching it so yeah please don't tickle connor's (laughs) if you see connor in public don't tickle his handle
1: (laughs) any of my Uh, handles loved ones or otherwise
0: no i like where you went with that Mm. um speaking of handles uh uh, I completely has nothing to do with it. Flew to Melbourne.
1: Okay. Your, uh, your segues segways have never uh, actually segwayed ever.
0: No, they don't have to make sense. That's the best bit about it. Uh, so I can, yeah, went to, flew to Melbourne Thursday morning. We saw Thor uh, the night before, but yep. we'll get to that. Yes. Uh, we then oh yeah, I flew to Melbourne first thing Thursday morning. Got to Melbourne. Went straight to the gym. pumped some iron uh then went from the gym straight to the pub started drinking yep uh we pretty much drank oh we pretty much just then because we had the gig that night so we just had some beers then went and checked out our room went and bought some beers and stuff and just yeah kind of just settled in uh we went to a couple of shops uh i ended up finding some cool stuff, but that was, I think I might be getting my days a bit mixed up. I found a Slayer shirt, which was really cool, uh, in a random shop, just in the window. It was the last one I had, and it was small. So I was like, well, it's meant to be. Um, so I grabbed that, and then pretty much went and saw While She Sleeps, uh, love and Mirrors, and it was incredible. All three bands were good. Um, I don't like a lot of, I like While She Sleeps, like I can listen to While She Sleeps on Spotify uh the other two not as much i kind of struggle a little bit with them mirrors is pretty good on there but Love, i don't know what it is i can't listen to their recordings but they were brilliant live. so yeah it was a bit of a shock and then the next day uh we went to oh we went out that night went to some metal bars and things like that and then pretty much called it the night after being at one of the metal bars next day we got up uh we went did some things like i went shopping but I didn't make it to all the shops I was hoping to this trip, but okay. I found some different shops. So I didn't actually go to Lobo's because I ended up finding a Nico card shop, which I took a random photo of, which I'll put up on our Instagram. It's in my reel on my Instagram on Comic Crips, but I'll put it up also on uh, the Comic Thoughts Instagram if you want to look. And it was really cool, but the problem was it wasn't open. They didn't open till 1 p.m. and I couldn't make it back there, but I got mm-hmm. to go up. You could still go in there. It was really weird. It was all unlocked but there's just no one there. And they had just had a little band, little like bandana and security cameras everywhere. So I was like, this is fucking weird. But I went in there just like stood there and looked around and it was just like all Pokemon cards and stuff. And just, it looked really interesting. It's not something I'd collect or get, but I think just as you know, we've got that many friends and that many people that we know that collect different things. I think it's just another cool shop in Melbourne to check out. I think it was called Nico. Yeah. I put the photo up and um Someone else can figure that out. <laughs> but then the other cool one I went to, uh, well, okay, I went to Minotaur, obviously. They're in a new place. I didn't realise they're in a new shop. Oh, they've moved. Yeah, they've moved. And what I did notice is that the the toy range and selection is kind of cool. Like, there's some decent stuff. They had lots of cool turtle stuff, Mortal Kombat stuff. They had heaps of cool Spawn figures. They're pricing was too high for me to get any of that i was like i can get these spawn figures for like 80 bucks here in adelaide why are they 130 a figure for fucking yeah <coughs> sorry hang on all right you're good take a sip um
1: sam's got then, a fucked up throat if anyone's wondering so he might yeah, yeah. yeah If he starts uh <laughs>
0: if he starts sounding like a pack of day smoker that's why yeah i hurt my throat from all the singing and drinking and dancing i did <laughs> like a dancing hurts my throat But (laughs) depends on what
1: move you're doing. If you're doing a, if you're you're spinning on your head for a bit, you know that's a lot. That's a lot of neck muscle you need. Sam is a actually an experienced breakdancer. I don't know if anyone knows that.
0: (laughs) I also can twerk apparently. Um, But uh, what booty? Yeah, I know. I went to uh, this is not a toy store, which I have already posted a picture on our Comic Thoughts Instagram, and that's where they do custom toys. So they make very small batches of completely custom toys that they have designed themselves. A lot of them are kind of based on GI Joe or other series like He-Man and stuff, but it's their own interpretations of things and their own designs. And it was just really cool. And I, I love the vibe in there. They were doing a, a light show about Transformers. They did like a, the Ooh. war of Cybertron, like as a light show in, in the shop. Uh, That's like really puppet, interesting. Like a puppet show. Um, so that was it was just cool. And I just talked to them because that was pretty early in the morning. So I just chatted away to them for a while and just kind of ended up buying this cool 3D printed uh bus that they did, which is also posted up yeah, on the on the uh, the Comic Thoughts Instagram. Um so Can go if you haven't caught out. on by now, Sam really wants you to go to the Comic Thoughts Instagram. Yeah, just go and fucking check it out, would you? Just look at um, Comic Thoughts Instagram. We are the first thing that pops up. No I one else think- is. <laughs> that is the easiest thing to now do is when I'm on these trips is to share out what I find and see via the Instagram rather than trying to upload everything ready to talk about on the podcast. I can talk about it, but just, you know, some people are listening, some people are watching. So if you want to see some of this cool shit that I found, uh, yeah, check out the Instagram, but yeah, went to that shop. Then I went to, uh, comics or fuck Kings comics. Is that the big one? I can't remember. I went to, Anyway, actually, I did buy a comic in Minotaur, um, but it wasn't anything special. It was just something that I kind of saw and felt like it needed to be saved. It was about a heavy metal drummer. So I just was like, I need to save this book because the way they treat their comics in there is fucking disgusting. Oh, I've never yeah. been so angry in my entire life about how comics have been kept. Except for Ashraf. Yeah, okay. Ashrap is actually cleaner than what Minotaur was. It Wait, was fucking what? terrible. Yeah, I was not happy about that. That's at all. that's pretty rough. It's shameful, absolutely shameful. Um, no wonder that everyone doesn't. No one buys comics on them anymore because the way they treat them, fucking shit. They look after their trade paperbacks. They've got a pretty nice selection of that, but you can go to any shop and get that. So I don't know. Just that left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. That one. Uh, I went to one of the big comic shops in town uh or it might be the only one now that had also moved everything's moved uh since i was last there and they had some really cool stuff they had a heap of old school spideys and things but they're all ones i either had or their prices were so high one of the comics i just sort of looked at it and i actually laughed and the guy said to me he goes oh what's wrong i said oh i own that but I mean, I didn't pay that for it. And I only got it recently. <laughs> He's like, how much you pay for it? I'm like, like a hundred bucks. And they had like a grand on it and it's the same condition. I even showed him because I had a photo of it from when I bought it. And I was like, look, it's mine's in the same condition. And I paid $50 for this uh, from a well-known person here. And they never sell anything underpriced. And they had a grand on this comic and it just made me think, what the fuck? Like, What the comic that could was it? Spend- uh, well, there was two. One of them was a grand. One of them was five hundred. So I bought the first appearance of Hydro Man from Ian for, oh, I, okay. think, for I think fifty or sixty bucks. What was, that story- that- what was his first appearance like? What What did he do in his first appearance? Was he just Be like honest? a villain of the week Top deal? Yeah, yeah. I can't really remember all of it. It's that long ago since I actually looked at it. In spite of the animated series from the nineties, he was like a stalker. Mm. He had like a stalker thing going on, didn't he? Like for Barry Jane or something. Yeah, I think he's done. I think he did that too, and in the comics, I'd have to double check. It's been that long since I read any of the early Spidey stuff. But yeah, it was weird seeing books like like that. I bought, I think, for sixty dollars, and it's a really nice copy. And they had yeah, like five six hundred on it. I'm trying to think what the other book was because I remember just seeing the the thousand dollars sticking on it, and just started laughing, like just being like, "What the fuck? Like who's gonna pay that?" But yeah, but it was cool, cool to see like. They had lots of cool toys in there too, which were toys that I didn't think I would see there, which was nice. Once again, the pricing was just messed up. I know Melbourne's way more expensive than Adelaide for obvious reason because rent and everything in the city is pretty high. But even still, the pricing was just absurd. Um, Minotaurs comics were cheap. I'll say that. I'll go back to that and say that they were fairly cheap compared to elsewhere, but it just I mean, didn't seem to add up like, some to be of these fair, had, yeah. when you get
1: in comics in second-hand condition,
0: you pay 2nd yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> If prices. If, uh, if, the, if the, the condition of the comics is what you say it is, yeah, oh, I can see why. You should have seen the small amount of back issues, the smallest amount of back issues I have ever seen in a shop and how fucked they were. It was just disgusting. None of them bagged or boarded, obviously, and all just crumpled up and, like, they had creases all through them. They were just fucked. But anyway, yeah, the other comic shop I went to, I can't even think what it was, It wasn't bad. It's just, unfortunately, everything in there. Like, I literally was looking because I always like to buy one thing from each shop because even if I get annoyed with presentation or quality, I look for something that I feel that, like, over A, I can save it, (laughs) or B, I go, you know what? For $5, I'm helping them out, and maybe that $5 will go into them fixing some of these problems. Uh, But, yeah, it was just shit, Uh, unfortunately. Uh, But I didn't make it to – I didn't make it to a ter- uh, a, a ter- uh, alternative worlds. I didn't make it to there. And I didn't make it to Lobo's this time because I was just so busy. And it was just, I wanted to spend as much time with my mates from Tassie. So I pretty much just spent all my time with my mate Cam, went karaoke. Uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. Me and my, all my Metal Gear and karaoke bar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, good good trip. But I'm just, I'm still f- so fucking wrecked from it. Like I haven't partied. When did you get to back? Library. Sunday morning or so Sunday you, midday. Midday.
1: As Sunday as of day. this recording yesterday. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, As of this being uploaded earlier this week. That's why but, Sam is
0: Sam is also jet lagged then, I'm assuming. Oh not well, it's not that long a flight, it's only 45 minutes. But it's just yeah, still, that, you can have a week oh, just, for this. I partied pretty hard, so we just I'm just fucked from that and just need to sleep. But going back in time. Even further beyond before that yeah we went and saw thor which you and ashraf did talk about the other week yes we, we spoke a little bit about it uh because i think we just couldn't
1: come up with any other subject other than let's talk about thor love and thunder um because
0: and it was all your hopes and dreams wasn't it that's it wasn't like a you hadn't seen yeah. it yet had you?
1: no i hadn't seen it last no. week no, no 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 so that was a that was a proper like little hopes and dreams talk it was a little talk we also talked about like the the, the amount of star wars i have been watching recently uh, it's 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 insane. i I am up to Rebels season four. In fact, when you sent me a message saying,
0: "Should we just do comic thoughts now?" Because Ashraf isn't here. Spoiler, by the way, Ashraf isn't here. Um, <laughs> Ashraf has been struck down with the spicy cough. We believe the poor bugger. So we hope he gets better. We love you, buddy. Feel better soon.
1: Look after yourself, dude. Seriously, it it can be rough. So look after mm. you.
0: I yeah. know you're watching Ashraf, Ashraf buddy, watch you always
1: week. you always go back and watch the episodes you're on. I have I you've told me that. Uh, the secret password, uh, Ashraf is mountain pass. And if you can't tell me what the password is, I know you're a liar. Uh, <laughs> uh, setting him up for that next week, aren't I? Oh uh, yeah. If, if he's okay next week anyway. Um, but I have, well, I'm up to season four of rebels. I'm on the second to last episode of the entire series. Uh, when wow. you message me. So I'm, I'm two episodes away from the finale. I have been loving it. I've been loving it so much. Uh, i'm not ready to end the series uh, but from what i'm told the upcoming ahsoka series is in essence gonna essentially almost be a spiritual sequel in the amount of characters showing up in it so i'm looking forward to that all i have really left after rebels is boba fett oh, the book of, book of boba fett and i've i've caught up on everything i watched all seven seasons of clone wars and the clone wars movie bad bad season one Kenobi. I watched Solo for the first time. I'm now finishing Rebels. Uh, I watched both seasons of Mandalorian
0: earlier this year, which is what started me on this path. Well, you know what? I reckon we, we, we scrap the Star Wars talk and just get into Thor.
1: Let's talk about Thor. Like, I, I just, Thor! Yeah, Thor! Uh, for Thor. those who uh, realise, Thor 4, or Thor Love and Thunder, uh, came out last week. On uh, For us, we saw it on a Wednesday. Um, yes. So, you know, as per usual, we... Uh, saw it a little bit earlier than some of the some of the world uh, here in Australia. It's one of the few things we actually have, um, and so yeah, it's for Thor. Uh, it's uh Thor for talk. It's for, for so Thor, look, Thor talk. Warning:
0: so, spoilers.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you didn't already know, this is a spoiler discussion of Thor. We we will yeah. put it. We will put it. I usually put it in the description. It's a spoiler discussion. Um, straight up, fucking goats were amazing. Oh, goats were goats, were goats uh, as you can imagine. Goats were the other goat. One goat was the other goat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, they were in- incredible. Um,
0: so, I like- thought that joke was going to get old with a screaming goat, but it just every time they'd travel anywhere and just start screaming i'd just be pissing myself laughing just brilliant at
1: some point in time the screaming became endearing to the point where it was like there was one moment where they're fighting a bunch of monsters which we need to talk about those monsters um and one of the ghosts just headbutts it as it screams and i'm like you know what that's kind of cool
0: yeah the idea cool.
1: that like the sound of thor like you hear thunder you hear crack you hear the scream of a giant alien goat and then thor arrives like i love that as a as like a I don't know something
0: about it is actually kind of cool. Yeah. Did you? So I guess start from the start. The the, the intro with um Korg <laughs> explaining uh, what's actually, been happening. Well, no cold. the
1: the intro was Gore's origin story before
0: that even happened. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah Gore's origin. But we also then um then yeah Korg catching us up with what thor has been up to. And yeah, it's um. <laughs> This movie has a really interesting balance.
1: It kind of pulls like an Infinity War. Uh, the the start is filled with a lot of humor, Whoa. a lot of character. Sam's face disappearing. Sorry. A lot My of humor. Right yeah, you're good. A lot of humor, a lot of character, a lot of jokes. Nothing like world-breaking or character-breaking or anything. And the jokes continue, but there's, there's like more time between the jokes as serious stuff starts to happen. And then eventually there's a, there's a moment in the movie where it hits. And the jokes almost... Almost stop entirely as we start getting into the end of the movie, which just hits really hard um, uh, emotionally.
0: So, yeah. So, I just want to say that, like, the, the humor in this is also Ragnarok humor, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's um, which up, it's I appreciated. Tight. But it kind of feels good because you got to think everything Marvel we've had before this has been quite serious for a little while. The Multiverse of Madness was a uh, was a dark, dark movie. Yeah, and then to go from that basically to, you know, I mean, we've got Miss Marvel, but, you know, it's such a, a switch up and I love that about Marvel that we can go from some dark film or as dark as Marvel will get kind of thing yeah. uh, and then jump into something so light-hearted, also with some serious topics like obviously Jane Foster. Um, Which, yeah, they, were, they went all in
1: on Jane Foster's uh, origin story. Um, which I wasn't sure. I was like, maybe they might save, like, the whole cancer treatment thing uh, for next time. Uh, they didn't. They didn't save it. In fact, they, they did the opposite of save it. They did all of it.
0: They speed ran her entire character in a good way.
1: It worked,
0: just, it worked. Especially for people like you and me. I mean, I haven't read a lot of her stuff, but we've read enough, or well, I've read enough, and you've read enough to know exactly what's going on with that character to be like, well, I'm glad we didn't get another whole movie origin story. They jumped into Jane Foster's origin
1: story. They jumped into it. They jumped into why she's Thor, what what drove her to do it. Um, they drove into the effect that being Thor had on her. They changed it ever so slightly. In the comics, being Thor made it so that while she had the hammer, she wouldn't die even from her cancer. In the movie, it, it she was still going to die from her cancer. But it still had the same effect of, in the comics, when she was Thor, she was immune. But the moment she went back to being human, she was dying again. So if she never let go of the hammer, and that was like a big debate for the character near the end, should I just give up being Jane Foster and always be Thor? In this movie, they don't really do that. And again, much like what they did with Gore, and this is really important, because this is one of my favourite runs of all time. might be my favourite run of all time, not including anything Spider-Man. It's a different universe, a different set of characters, a different story to be told. So while Gore and Jane Foster are really good spiritually adaptations of their equivalents, there are going to be details that change. They're going to be details that are different. Uh and I think the details that were different with Jane's Thor in this were really good
0: and really helped what, the, did you, the universe. Now you read obviously the Gore stuff. Um do you know what happened? Like does he I know that he has kids and stuff because I've not read Gore's story. Um, Did he have the daughter, right? Yes. The daughter of Gore. Yes. Is that a new character, do you think, or is it going to be what's-her-face from Ace Force? So I know
1: Gore has a child. Uh, So Okay, so in this movie, um, we're jumping all over the place, but in this movie, there's there's a moment where uh, Gore's child is restored to life, and there's one shot where, as she's being restored in the uh, reflection, you can see that she's just got all stars through her. Um, which is to reflect the fact that Eternity is in this movie and looks pretty much exactly like she does on the comic panel. They were just like, no, nah, we're just going to rip her from the comic panel. Like she's just a starry human being with a tiara and everything um, or the headdress, whatever it's called. Um, in the comics, Gore has a child who is a very big part. I believe it's I believe it's his biological child. has a big part in his story where basically his child turns around and goes, Well, Dad, aren't you a god now? Now that he's this all-powerful god killer, and Gore has like a bit of a bit of a crisis of self for a moment there. Um, Thor has three children though in the future. King Thor has three daughters. Um, This could very well be kind of a merging of concepts and being like, well, Thor does eventually in that future have three daughters um this is the closest thing to a set version of the marvel future that we've ever had in a very long time while it's not definitely yeah. going to you know while this is not the future because there's like 2099 there's old man logan in a lot of ways like because of the way they relate it back to the thor stuff it's like this is a very very future uh, very much a, a likely future so very well could have uh, could be representing or replacing one of Thor's uh, c- canonical comic book daughters, of which he has, I think... Two I, I had the
0: idea that it'll be whatever the character's called. Singularity. These. Singularity. I figure she'll become the singularity somehow. Even if she you classifies herself as Thor's kid or step-kid or whatever, I think she'll become singularity. And I don't know. I've just had this feeling the whole time, especially with She-Hulk and other stories, that A-Force I know that the they want to do a female battle-up team-up. I yeah. think A Force would be such a cool way for them to go and having that character. Maybe, maybe eternity comes for the child for some reason, and having them having to defend against eternity like that'd just be cool. It could. So, in this movie,
1: Jane actually, and this was the shocker to me. I actually said, We did predictions last week. Uh, Ashraf said, Do I think Thor's gonna die? And I said, No, I think Chris Hemsworth's still got some more in him. He said, Do you think Jane's gonna die? And I said, I don't think so. No, Jane straight up does die. Um, she dies in this movie and actually yeah, goes, to Val, goes to Valhalla. So we actually get to see Valhalla in this movie in one of the post-critic scenes. Uh, and then after Valhalla, we see the words, Thor will return. And my mate, Daryl, who's sitting next to me, goes like, but which one are they talking about? And I'm like, I think that's the point.
0: Um, she could. I have it. a feeling she'll come back as uh, King Valkyrie because we've got, oh, sorry, it's Queen Valkyrie because <laughs> King, King Valkyrie is going to be taken by thompson um, and they'll have a yeah. tv show I oh, like, think they'll show i think they'll do a show i still reckon they'll do because you know the valkyrie plot line and that small set of books that shows jane coming back and whatever
1: i've not read it, it
0: yeah. But yeah so i think i think they'll do that i think they'll have jane have a side quest uh it'll be and it'll be also to do with you know how miss marvel's alluding to it we've seen it sort of in moon Knight. we've seen it in in a bunch of them, how there's all these other realms that live and are beyond our existence and whatever the, else. They kind of first alluded to it, oddly enough, I think it was
1: Black Panther was... No, no, the Quantum yeah. re, the quantum Realm in Ant-Man was the first. And then they had the Ancestral Plane from Black Panther. Uh, yeah. The, the spirit world that's so, in, like, the soul stone. I think stone, we're going to so. see
0: one or two things, obviously. The big thing that everyone keeps having on the end of their tongue is Secret Wars. Mm. And some sort of ultimate being, maybe the Beyonder, pulling all these people from all different planes of existence together. See, me and me. Uh, so
1: I had my mates, uh, Daryl and Andrew, um, who work at one of my local zing pop cultures. Um, they, I invited them because I, I annoyed them enough every Tuesday when I get my, when I get even a little bit of money in my bank account and go sort out some pre-orders that I have and then just talk to them about nonsense for a few hours. Right. So I invited them. Uh, and we did exactly that. As soon as the movie was over, we walked down to the foyer and as Sam would know where the escalator and the stairs are. There's a table just looking over the escalator. And we sat there from about the movie ended at like nine o'clock. We sat there from about nine o'clock through to 11 o'clock and just talked yeah right. after the movie and we had a bunch of thoughts and ideas and one of them that we brought up was the idea of them doing contest of champions which is an oh, actual yeah, yeah uh, you know uh, the grandmaster and the collector and it being in the style of what if like the what if art style yeah and them doing a contest of champions and using all the different realms and timelines
0: and stuff like that as a as a way to sort of make that happen i thought that i think that would be a pretty cool idea i don't think they'll go animated with that i think they'll I think because they have to use so many main characters, they're going to pull that off. They won't animate them. They'll want those people to be, you know. You think they'd actually, okay. Yeah. I think because, I mean, there's no, nothing in schedule that we know of really about Avengers. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no big team up movie. Yeah. We're moving towards something.
1: Yeah. So now more than ever, it feels like, you know, phase four, feels like a very experimental phase. Like, everything is a bit different. Like, Moon Knight's doing this thing. Miss Marvel is very different from anything else. You know, even
0: Eternals was different from anything else. But they've um, all got those other existences of um, other planes it, of existence is the theme of each each thing, like other existences of the realms stuff, and
1: worlds. Yeah, the the, the stuff of Orishim um, and, you know, the, the, the dead celestial now that's on Earth, um, you know, we've got a lot of things
0: in motion. Something's going to give. yeah. And like it could be just all lead to secret invasion or something like that, but I don't think it will. I think there's bigger pictures to come, and we don't know yet. I think a lot of it's I feel like they're just waiting for something to announce some bigger stuff. Like there's well, Marvel Studios is at San Diego Comic Con later this month. So this month we should eventually find out the fuck's find going out
1: on. some information. Uh, she Hulk is in August. Yep, seventeenth uh, of August, I believe it is. Uh and then after that in I think they I think it's November is Black Panther.
0: Did you have a favorite cameo at all during the film? Because there was a couple of good ones. like Matt Damon and that <laughs> as that was pretty funny. That Sam the, they, they they
1: brought back the theater performers from Ragnarok, uh who did the Loki tribute show, and now they're doing an actual recreation of, of the hella breaking mjolnir which as a storytelling choice, brilliant. The idea that we're gonna recap uh, important events from the previous movie in this specific way. So uh, audience members have, a, have something that's entertaining, but can also rejog their memory as to what happened in the previous Thor movie. Brilliant.
0: Because um, you know what my favourite my favorite cameo was, even though it's not really cameo? a cameo? What is it? I liked uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
1: <laughs> so we find out how Korg's, fa- uh, Korg's race re- uh, uh, reproduces. Reproduce. Um, spoiler Egypt, he has two dads anyway um <laughs> so basically because they're rock people they don't have gender and i think generally speaking because they're you know very large very strong a lot of races just go oh a bloke right um so you know they just i guess i guess they just accept he as a thing they're just like well i mean we didn't have that before but you know the korg's race seems very with the flow anyway they hold hands over like a magma pool and they hold hands for about a month and that creates the seat that turns into another one of korg's race right <laughs> Well, at the end of it, Korg apparently meets that 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 guy, like meets a guy that he wants to have a baby with. And that guy's name is Dwayne, who is one of Korg's rock people. So it's good.
0: Yeah, Dwayne the Rock. Johnson. Well, there was
1: also uh, Korg's race the, on the throne of Scissors.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is like a very there layered was... Game of Thrones rock, paper, scissors joke. There were so many um, God references and there's some I didn't see it all, but apparently Black Panthers God was there. Oh, what's a Beset? Yeah. yeah, But then I was annoyed because you'd think if Thor was asking for help, they'd be the first lot to be like, "Where Wakandan will help?" Well, not necessarily. We, we don't. We could hear more. Beset
1: could be a very separate type of being. Because remember, if Beset's the goddess of Wakanda, she could very well be angry at Wakanda for no longer being isolationist.
0: Yeah, you never know. Well, anyway, the, the other thing is that we have to talk about. Because it was the big spoiler at the end. What do we think about fucking Hercules? We, I am so happy that Hercules is
1: gonna happen. Um, the, 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 uh, the pansexual man whore is, is finally joining the uh, MCU, and I'm all for it. Um, he you think is, he'll
0: become an Avenger?
1: Eventually. I think he's gonna be, I would be shocked if he's like the major villain of like Thor 5 type deal. Yeah and then you know thor basically uh uh beats reality into uh into into his head and and hercules realizes oh oh uh, hang on Mm, maybe maybe my dad's the prick which by the way zeus in this was absolutely ace i love this fucking funny he was he He was the right curtsy as he comes down off the stage it was the right combination of ridiculous and intimidating because zeus Zeus saying you are no longer invited to the orgy to Zeus knowing what Zeus is like in mythology is absolutely an insult. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely something that Zeus would be like, "You're not invited to the orgy anymore." Like, fuck you, like Zeus. Half of like I think like three quarters of Greek mythology is what has Zeus put his penis in today. Um, yeah, what, what kind of offspring has he now made? Yeah, what child has he had? What form is he taking to have sex with? Like, he had sex Do you with think a woman. Versus, other-
0: Offspring of Zeus will show up to try and get their dad's love and to try and kill Thor. I'm not sure, I'm that'd not be a cool way. That's how whole, that's why um, Hercules and Thor team up is because they want to fight off. Oh, they can introduce or, uh, what do they call the Titans like
1: chronos and all that? Yeah, really cool. Like, it's like okay, we're gonna tip a little bit into some Greek mythology now, that'd be really interesting. Yeah, I actually quite, I quite find that quite interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, God's City was filled with probably more cameos than, like, we'll have to go back and
0: scene by scene. Like There's there was so um, much. Look, Thor, Love and Thunder has so many references hidden throughout the film that you just can't keep up. Like, yeah, at the same time, man. you don't need to keep up to enjoy the no, film. that's the other thing. Just like, this, this, this film
1: does cameos and does little references really, really well while still feeling like it is itself and its own story. Uh, and a big part of that, honestly, to me, is
0: Gore. Yeah, Gordon, I, like Christian Bale. Holy fuck, that dude can act. That guy, like, we already know Christian Bale can act, right? Now, I,
1: I have stood here and said I think he's the least interesting live-action Batman ever, and that's that's just because of the way the role called for it, right? Like, I just didn't find him that interesting as Batman. I think those movies are much more interesting because of the world and the villains, right? But here, as Gore. Uh, there were scenes where I'm like, this guy, like he was like a boogeyman brought to yeah, life, it's unhinged, completely unhinged. He's a monster. Like he's not just a man who's turned. Sorry, uh, my apologies. He's not just a man, e- an evil man. He is actually like turned into a monster. There are moments when he's talking, and I'm like, there is something wrong with his mouth. His teeth are what, like gnarly, but it's, like, there's just something wrong with this guy's mouth. It's too big, too wide. Like it's, 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 it's wicked. He's a, this creature um, and his sword, his, the the minions that he summons with his sword uh, um, are honest to God. Some of them are like eldritch nightmare fuel creatures. Which is so cool. It's so cool. Like he captures a bunch of children and steals them from their beds, like an actual boogeyman and puts them in a cage. That is a living creature. And the cage is like teeth between all these fleshy limbs. And it's like, that is awesome. Like this, this stuff is intense. There's like spider creatures. Like these are creatures
0: born of your of not of like of people's nightmares. And such a good villain because I know with Thor, and I was wondering where they were going to go, and I'm glad it Gore was the next choice because I was like, he fights some big galactic battles. This guy like yeah. Thor isn't one for small villains, and as we've seen, he's kind of almost got more powerful every movie. Yes, and has always found a way to evolve that power every movie. Yeah. Too. He's changing each time, and I, I like to see the growth in his powers and him, but the thing that I was, oh, am still concerned about is eventually that we're going to have the point where Thor's so powerful, someone to fight him is going to have to be insane, and then if it's an Avengers-level threat, but Thor can handle it by himself. I like think... The way he was wiping out those armies at the start yeah. of that other race he wasn't doing that in Avengers 1. So, like, he's grown a lot power-wise. So that means whoever's the next big Avengers threat, for them to involve Thor means Thor has to be fucking... This guy's I mean, the ultimate. That's why but, I'm thinking someone like Galactus or that it needs to show up. At the end of the day,
1: Thor may never die. The other thing is that Thor's attention it can only be focused so by like so spread. Um, he's super powerful. And, like, okay, in the battle at the start of the movie, which, by the way, was awesome, and
0: they did play Welcome to the Jungle, which... You know. the, the the joke about so you know the leg split thing yeah that's a joke about Van Damme I believe yeah yeah that's the a, Van Damme
1: yeah. um, which I mean like Thor absolutely he's got the jokes he's got all the jokes but this movie does not fail to remind you no don't fuck with this guy he will actually ruin your day like he is he is throwing cars around he is he is knocking people to the next fucking moon like he's going wild there's a moment where uh, we think Korg dies. Uh, Korg actually gets like Zeus straight up, just str- uh, throws a lightning bolt through Korg and Korg starts disintegrating in uh, a scene. It's actually got my sister gripping my arm. Like, Oh no, she was terrified that they were going to kill him. Things like fucking uh, suicide squad have caused us to go. They're actually going to kill the characters we like these days. Um, and then Thor just ca- like Zeus goes to throw a lightning bolt. Thor catches it. Whoosh. Right through Zeus's chest. Quite gnarly yeah. too. And like, poor Chris Hemsworth can be funny, but there's this face he can pull sometimes where he just looks like beyond angry. Like he's no longer rageful. He's just vengeful. And it's like, my God, I love those scenes. But um, where were we going with this one? Uh he, too, mar- him, I'm just
0: letting you go, man. I'm
1: just letting you get unhinged. <laughs> it, too, uh, like the idea of him being too powerful, his, his attention, help, like a small battle with like a, a group of essentially like, you know, pirates, he can deal with that. Um, a battle with a bunch of drones and a Zeus throwing lightning bolts—he could probably handle that. But with Gore, is was like, well, they had to track him down, and even then, Thor almost lost the fight against Gore. Uh, if it wasn't for Lady Thor showing up, um, he actually probably would have lost that fight. So Thor does have a limit,
0: and he's also still very mortal. And if he gets—I'm not—if you don't off, somehow put my face on uh, Gore for the uh, thumbnail, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> you're pale enough yeah exactly hey hang on there you go I'm just perfect yeah i'll work with that there you yeah, go
1: <laughs> yeah. we're working out the thumbnails in real time people that's um, it that's how we do it yeah uh gore was brilliant his necro sword which ashraf was like i'm not even, ashraf did say he wasn't even sure they were going to call it the necroblade
0: i'm so and, glad they called it the necroblade and, and, and i first glad thing they did wasn't
1: it not being symbiote's worked it not being symbiote but also, they can easily, like they did in the comics, they can very easily go back and say this, the reason it can kill gods is because it was crafted by a god of darkness Null. that existed before by Null, as it is in the comics, that high fantasy stuff that I'm, I'm absolutely all fucking for. Um, you know, they can easily- But the blade's go, gone now. The blade, as far as we're concerned, the blade's destroyed. As far as we know, the blade has lost its power, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, like, you know, it can't be recovered. It can't be restored. Or, you know, if Null shows up, he could make a new one. Um, those dark creatures, like, you know, they did have a, a semi, a semi symbiotic nature to the way they look. They came out of the shadows and the sort of the fleshy black, like look, you can easily go, Oh, well that's like a proto symbiote. Like there's a, there's a yeah, there's, like, you know, there's an evolution symbiotic. to, to what happens next. Plus the sword has a symbiotic nature. It's like a parasite. You take it, you're cursed. Um, you now have uh, this power, but it's also going to slowly kill you. And again, that's I totally funny.
0: thought that sword was going to somehow end up on Earth and we're going to see Black Knight and that having to deal with it. That could have been interesting. But, I mean, I feel like, do we know when
1: Black Knight's going to show up next? Or is it probably Blade because of what we
0: heard? Oh, Blade, will be, Blade will be Blade show up at some point. But yeah, I don't know how Blade, Black Knight and all that are going to tie in together. It's a bit well, of a strange... Because Blade's got his own movie coming up yeah and so black knight could be in blades
1: like that could be the tie-in and that's how they separate it from because they they can't just do straight blade without doing something a bit different from the wesley snipes movie because if you want to go see a good straight blade kills vampires in new york city for a few hours go watch the wesley snipes movies or or blade the tv series which exists (laughs) it does um which, yeah, that's a thing My mom comes to this goes like, is there a new Blade series? I'm like, I don't think so And then we look into it and I'm like, oh, okay, cool My mum discovered that there was a Blade series She's like, but it hasn't got Wesley Snipes And I'm like, yeah, that's one of the main critiques the show actually has <laughs> It was one of the failed 90s shows that everything was getting a show 2000. Sure 2006, I'm pretty sure Yeah, right
0: uh, Same, Sorry to yeah. just kind of, what is the time? 4.59, we
1: the we've been going for uh, half an hour Oh, hey. We're doing pretty well um, I mean yeah I think Gore was done very well I feel like he was utilised as he should be Him being one and
0: done Is exactly what Gore needs to be He's not a villain as... that should stick around Jane as Thor Could have done a series But I'd bef- I'm glad it was a one and done I think they may because I think she'll be a Valkyrie next Which she... would make
1: sense Which would make sense. I think her coming back as a Valkyrie and teaming up with King Valkyrie um, would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, Good, you know, because they had a sisterhood in this movie. Um, You know, uh, King Valkyrie in this. uh,
0: Had one of my favourite lines of the whole movie where they were like, aren't you a king now? Hang on, hang on. Sorry, dude. One minute. Oi, Sid and Nancy, come here. Come here. here. (laughs) Sam's got his phone at the moment, so he's dealing with dogs uh, on the fly. Come on.
1: Causing trouble. Get in here. Go on. Naughty puppies. <laughs> um, you get a bit of doggo when you're Thor. Love and Thunder talk.
0: Yeah, um, that's it. You'll hear Sid still growling because someone was walking past with their dog and he gets annoyed when they get to go for a walk and he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> said.
1: Uh, King Valkyrie, um, he's like trying to manage Asgard, which they've turned into a tourist destination because it gets money into Asgard and actually, you know, helped create. Yeah, I liked that. Which makes sense. Uh they even actually in the end credits, they actually credited the Old Spice theme song because they actually played it. They did an Old Spice commercial do, do, in the do, middle. Do, of it. Do, do. <laughs> um But she literally at one point, the Jane's like, Aren't you a king? Shouldn't you be staying here? And she's like yeah, I love Asgard, I love my people, but it's all just meetings and raven messages and meetings that really should have just been raven messages, Now, like, I felt that, I think every person who's ever had to go to a useless fucking meeting at work before has gone, why wasn't this just yeah. a, a letter, why wasn't this just a, a memo? I felt that. Um, oh, we got more dogs. Got more dogs. <laughs> oh, look at you, cutie. Widley wanted to be on the podcast, senior you, Sid. Ah, that one's Sid. Here we go. Oh, big yawn. <laughs> I'm All listening. Right. Yeah, anyway, so, you know, that is definitely a, a relationship they set up. Like, even if it's just, it's a, friendship, just a friendship, they set it up. Um, Jane absolutely has a potential future in the MCU. So does anyone from Thor's past. Like, you can easily then go, oh, well, this is how we're going to bring the Warriors 3 back. Through oh, like means-
0: that, that part where Korg is like, and he died, and he died, and then she died, and then he died. <laughs> it made me laugh, yeah,
1: so. Korg is just Korg literally just lists off every horrible thing that's happened to Thor. And you got to remember, Thor is like 1500 years old, and every horrible thing that's happened to him in the MCU happened as uh, like from 2010 through to now. It's just basically been. <laughs> His brother died, and then his brother died again, and then and his brother died, died again. again. <laughs> and then his dad died, his mum died, his friend died, and that guy and her and whoever that is, and he's lost his eye, and his hammer, and his home, and he just listed this all off, and he sort of makes you realise Thor has been having the worst summer of his life. Yeah, this is like comparable to just having a shitty summer, like it, but like the worst type of shitty summer you could possibly think of. So yeah, um. I think, yeah, okay. you know, Sif does return in this. Uh, yes. Jamie Alexander does reprise the role of Sif. Her costume is super comic accurate. She's got, like, the tiara, the armour, the fur cloak, uh, missing an arm now, and she doesn't die, um, which is really, really cool. So she's she
0: could come back. She will. I think in the third one, they'll have her back with the... Um, she'll be doing the the bridge. Not And not the son of Heimdall, which we actually... I think he'll be help he'll be learning and helping with her.
1: Yeah. I think she'll
0: really- be a part of because in the comic she's now doing the bridge. Oh, okay, cool. Well
1: that could happen. Well I could see yeah. her and the son of Heimdall working together. Uh, by the way, Heimdall's son is just they just sort of randomly put him in there and they he's got the name Astrid, which is a very Viking name, but he wants to be called Axel. And like he he likes likes Guns of Roses, Guns Roses. <laughs> but also he was listening to some pretty hardcore metal. Like when you go into his room during the attack uh, on Asgard at night, when Gore shows up, he's listening to he's listening to some pretty heavy metal, like heavier than Guns of Roses.
0: Oh, I know, I know who it was as well, but I can't think of top of my head. I'm pretty sure it was a band I know.
1: So I was like, like, oh, it's
0: such and such, but now I I can't remember now.
1: They've they've got some pretty um,
0: yeah, they 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 do a few references to to metal and rock throughout and. Cool 80s and 90s stuff at the end uh, with all the band names and titles uh, as, like, the oh, credits. Yeah. The end credits. And, like, they, the, they even t- had the Gargoyles text.
1: Yeah. They had uh, – there was a couple of – I think there was, like, one or two Judas Priest ones in there. that yeah, I noticed. Judas
0: Priest, Gargoyles, Guns N' Roses. I think was one of them. Anthrax. Um,
1: they, they did a lot of metal and rock references. And to be fair, uh, when Taika took over Ragnarok, it was basically like a, a a rock opera about Thor. Like everyone was like, this is like a rock opera about Thor. Like this is the, the vibe it's going for, 80s metal vibe. And, you know, Thor as a character, if you were to personify him, is basically as like a power metal song that goes for about a few thousand years. So, you know. I do like but-
0: the um, also the references to Thunderstrike in the way hmm. he was dressed at the start and Ravager Thor. I think Thor and yeah. uh, Star Lord's relationship is
1: actually incredible. You can tell that there's a level of reverence. Like Star Lord actually thinks Thor is both a cool is both cool and a decent person, but also he's he he, he treats Thor partway through this movie like he's like, oh, "Mate, you're my friend. You have to move out of home." You have to get out of this house. I know. I said I'd let you crash on the couch for a few weeks. Yeah, but you've done enough. You need to fuck off. Like it's like I want to see you again, but not for a while. That's basically uh, Star Lord and uh, Thor's relationship. Because Nebula just seems to have ad- absolute contempt for Thor, mostly because Nebula is just sick of the bullshit.
0: <laughs> I just yeah. I but bye. <laughs> Whatever it is that she.
1: No, get in the
0: get in the. What is it? She
1: just screams at him. Um, there's a mantis for all that she does. Cork uh, was trying to whistle to the goats so he could call them, and, and mantis is
0: like. Oh. Yeah,
1: he was like mantis, you give the goat. And mantis is like that It's like no. There's one moment when Nebula is just like Drax falls in love with the goats. Drax loves them. He thinks they're amazing, and he's like wrestling them. And then Nebula is like, "That's it. I'm fucking killing them." Walks over, picks up a gun. If you notice in the background. Mantis, like her, her little antenna seemed to go off, and she mimics what Nebula's doing, even pulling the same face. No, <laughs> without no, a gun, no, like no. she's fucking around in the background. Like Ma- Palm Clemente is just like Palm, just go, just go do what you want on set for a while, and it's like it, 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 it produces results, is what it does.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, out of out of um, what would you say is the better film, Ragnarok or Love and Thunder? I I think it's a bit too early to say. Cult of the New makes me want to say
1: Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, my love for gore, uh, Jane I Foster. I straight up am gonna
0: say that I think Ragnarok's the better film. Yep. But I love this, um, and I still give this like full, like ten out of ten Marvel stars.
1: Yeah, like it's like you know nine and a half screaming goats out of ten at worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's a good it's a good movie. Um, if you want to look at Ragnarok and go, that's a more Ratatouille is a slightly less messy movie I almost want to say. Yeah, like they're uh, more together tidy. Yeah. This this movie here and I think by design absolute madness from start to finish. Like, yes, they have a few really serious scenes which don't feel out of nowhere. Like there's Jane Foster has not told anyone that she's It's not handsome. long either, is it? It's like t- not e- it's about 2 hours. Like it's a little over 2 hours. It's shorter than Multiverse of Madness. I'm yeah.
0: pretty sure.
1: Like, it's, it's the shortest Marvel movie in a while. Um, and, you know, it gets it done and it doesn't forget the emotional stuff because, yeah, Jane when Jane finally tells Thor, like, Thor's having this moment with Jane where they're actually emotionally opening up. And the way Thor acts around other characters, like, from that point on, actually changes a little. Like, he's not silly Thor from that yeah, moment he, on.
0: He, he, he gets, like it's almost like he gets... It's the same way, like, any of us do. If we get... A bunch of us all together and we're just being silly and having a laugh and razz each other up. But then like if something serious comes along, that mood does change and it shows that but, he, but his emotions are so more extreme, I guess, cause he's a God. Yeah. The other thing is that I, I feel like it's like Thor finally got to get some
1: things off his chest by talking to Jane like things that really have been bothering and you, left. No, you, well, you left <laughs> no you left no you left you you left me the, there's literally you left me the letter yeah because you weren't there and if you weren't there to get the letter then maybe
0: you're the one who left and Thor just goes y- you, you might actually be right <laughs>
1: yeah like, like, know,
0: but then he says something like yeah you left the letter because I might have left but you left because of that
1: yeah like there's this whole debate about who left uh and who no, you
0: know, no you're all good um What's the time? Uh, I think we have another 15 minutes left. Okay, because I'm getting phone calls. That's why I was checking. Uh, we, okay, might have final... to round, we might actually have to round it up because that phone call was kind of important. So I'm like, I forgot that they were going to call me. Oh, okay, cool. Well, long story short, it's a great movie.
1: The emotional moments hit emotionally, especially when Jane finally tells Thor that she has cancer and they get a bunch of stuff off their chest. Thor is a dad now, which is great. I think it's a new thing for him to do. I can't wait to see what his... uh, What do they call her? Uh, A girl... um, The daughter of Gore, reborn through eternity, raised by Thor. That sounds so fucking cool, right? Does that not sound fucking cool? But it it still makes me think it's going to be What's-Her-Face. They're going to know her. I yeah, mean, they're gonna if, name she, her singularity. if she has teleportation powers, yes. Because you got remember, singularity's ability is that she was she was born in a singularity. Sam, do you know what a singularity is? Uh, the crushing death of a star. Was it's like it? this one point in which there's it's it's super powerful gravity from like yeah. the the core of a star, essentially, is what causes it. Like the single point, point. and she has like these teleportation powers in the comics. Go, what read a force. Both the, the Singularity was the original character for A Force when they did Secret Wars 2015. Yes. And then she came back to 616, not realizing it was different versions of her friends. Like, just shows up in Jennifer Walters' office being like, friend! And Jennifer Walters is, what the fuck is that? That's, <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it's worth, I mean, Bryony's read all that. She can tell us more. We'll have to get her on to do a A Force. Uh, explaining. But I give it, yeah, I, I, I highly review it. Great film. Loved it. Um, Melbourne was a good time. Ashraf, get better. Oh, absolutely, Ashraf. Look out, Connor, for sure, just quickly, what have you got coming up? Anything soon? You just dropped some more Transformers videos. So I'm still playing through Transformers Devastation. I just dropped uh,
1: part six uh, the previous week as of this re- release. Uh, that is uh, I don't know how, I didn't know how to read the map in that game until i had to learn on the spot and i just spend most of the time while i'm lost talking about how much i didn't like dark of the moon uh which is the <laughs> transformers michael bay movie um there's some things in that that i was talking about that i didn't like and things i liked about regular wheeljack and and, and all these other things uh part seven is going to come out the day after this is released so if you're watching this now or you watch this a day late six o'clock every friday um I, I, I aim for every Friday at least releasing these part seven should be coming out. We are in the, uh, I forgot what the proud star. We are in the ship known as the proud star. Uh, and there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a, a law drop that happens. That makes me go, Oh shit. Wait, this is where we're going. Cause this is not quite G one transformers. It's G one, but
0: there's a few things they're doing. That's more recent. Com- I've got, I'm going to cut you off there because, I've got to go, but uh, I've got a couple of things in the works, but nothing too serious to post yet. But like I said, go check out Comic Thoughts uh, Instagram and Comic Crips Instagram, and you'll find out heaps more from there. Yeah, absolutely. Go do that. Or my Instagram. I think I'm just Howl It's a Hound or some shit. I'll oh, put
1: my Instagram up there somewhere. You never you fucking use it. <laughs> uh, that's a lie. I actually posted something up today just hey. pro- promoting my Transformers playthrough.
0: Well, on that note, We have been Comic Dots. Thank you for listening once again to us rant on about things that we like ranting about. Catch you on the flip side. Hopefully see you at a toy or comic shop soon. Absolutely. Peace out. Peace.